0: Welcome to Wit & Wisdom, where we bring you the latest insights into American culture and current events. I'm your host, Tom Green, and this week we're going to be talking about whether we can spend our way to happiness. I have good news for everyone. The elections are officially over, even if you live in Georgia. But despite low unemployment, wage gains, and strong real estate values, American happiness seems to be more elusive than a pair of Taylor Swift tickets. If you're a regular listener to Wit & Wisdom, you know that I spend a lot of time scouring the Internet looking for articles, studies, and surveys that give me a glimpse into what's really going on in the world. Well, a recent survey from the University of Chicago validates our malaise. According to this survey, Americans are more miserable than they've been in the last 50 years. In fact, the last time studies showed this level of misery, it was 2009, when the economy was dropping faster than Uncle Eddie's net worth. There are a lot of reasons for this misery, but if you ask me, one of the main reasons is the economy. See, everything's more expensive. If you've been to the grocery store or filled up your tank with gas, you certainly noticed how much more expensive things have become. In fact, I find myself making more purchasing decisions purely based on the price of an item. And that's new. Now, I'm not an economist, but my spidey senses tell me that when the cost of my favorite toothpaste goes over $5, there's not much chance it's ever gonna go down. That's depressing, especially for people who are living paycheck to paycheck. But despite growing inflation and the fact that people are kinda miserable, it seems like people are spending more money than ever. In fact, you might say they're spending like drunken sailors. American credit card debt is rising to levels not seen since the turn of the century. And this data is really surprising the economist because back during the pandemic, people actually reduced their credit card debt to historic levels. But there's a good reason for all this spending. See, it appears that when we're unhappy, we tend to buy things that make ourselves feel better. Some people call it retail therapy. Even if we don't have the money, we go out and spend. But when times are tough, we tend to choose less expensive options. The advertising world knows this strategy as premium mediocrity. Just watch any episode of Mad Men to learn more. I first learned about premium mediocrity from a guy named Venkatesh Rayo. He defines it as creating an aura of exclusivity without actually excluding anyone. See, premium mediocrity is simply all about creating an illusion of some level of exclusivity. Critics might argue that my writing is premium mediocrity. There's an illusion of exclusivity, and it's sometimes mediocre. According to Rayo, premium mediocre is the finest bottle of wine at the Olive Garden. Premium mediocre is truffle oil on anything fried and extra legroom in economy seating. But the simple truth is that premium mediocrity couldn't exist without platforms like Instagram. Now that might sound surprising, but Instagram, in case you don't use it, is a photo and video sharing platform that allows users to share images and video of what they're doing. Other users can like or follow you based on what you post. And boy, as I explain that, it really sounds kind of dumb. But Facebook paid a cool $1 billion for Instagram in 2012. And at the time, Instagram had 13 employees. So I guess it wasn't that dumb. Once Instagram became legit, everybody started posting stuff and soon the celebrities got on board. For example, pop singer Billie Eilish posted a photo of herself with her new blonde hair. It got almost 23 billion likes. The reason I bring up Instagram is because if you have a mediocre product and you want to try to create some kind of viral campaign, the simplest way to do it is to go hire some celebrity to pimp it out on Instagram. All they have to do is take a picture of themselves using your mediocre product and post it on Instagram. People like Beyonce will pimp your mediocre product for a cool million dollars per Instagram post. She'll do a personal appearance for $4 In comparison, Kim Kardashian will pimp your mediocre product for only $200,000 per post. Pretty good deal. So I guess you could say that Kim Kardashian really is the premium mediocre version of Beyonce. See, Instagram is the place where you go to create your own brand or identity, to prove to your college boyfriend that his mom was wrong about you, and maybe to prove to mom and dad that, like Mary Tyler Moore, you might just make it after all. But that kind of pressure makes people post only beautiful and flattering pictures from non-mediocre places and experiences, because frankly, nobody wants to post a mediocre picture of themselves on Instagram. Nobody. So why do we do this? Why do we buy things to impress the people we don't even like or maybe don't even know? Well, we do it because we like the image of ourselves using a product. The same stuff that Beyonce uses. Or the same stuff that Tom Brady uses. We like that actually better than we like the product itself. And sometimes, if we're really vain, we'll take a picture of ourselves using that product and post it back on Instagram. Full circle. We do these sorts of things because for some reason, we tend to crave the attention of total strangers. Because deep down, we all have a primal desire to be liked and respected. I guess we all remember being in the sixth grade. And we do it because we're on a hedonic treadmill, pursuing one pleasure after another, even if it's an illusion. And lastly, we do it because social media is all about comparison. It's a gigantic comparison trap. And as Arthur Brooks wrote recently, social comparison is the thief of joy. A few weeks ago, the stomach bug worked its way through my house. During that week, I spent a lot of time on the internet researching premium mediocrity. You can probably tell. I wanted to get a better idea of what kinds of things are premium mediocre and what kind of examples I could give you. I got a couple from the internet, and then I just started coming up with my own. So here's my partial list of things that I think are premium mediocre. Now remember, premium mediocrity is simply about creating the aura of exclusivity. Number one. Premium mediocrity is any kind of furniture that comes in a box and requires you to put it together with an Allen wrench. It's furniture that looks better in the store than it does in your place. You know it won't survive the next move, but you buy it anyway. Because as my friend John P. Weiss recently wrote, novelty trumps good taste. Number two, premium mediocrity is any category of Uber that isn't a black car. Not to sound snobby, but the extra six bucks is worth not having it sit on an old french fry and wonder whether the lady driving the car has ever changed her brake pads. Number three. Premium Mediocrity is ordering the live main lobster at any restaurant. Because as you know, and I know, lobster is simply a delivery vehicle for drawn butter. And when you really think about it, lobsters don't have any fins, so they can't swim. It's basically the world's largest cockroach crawling around in the world's largest toilet. Number four, premium mediocrity is any product sold by actress Gwyneth Paltrow, and certainly any scented candle that smells like a body part. Because nothing says rest and relaxation like the calming aroma of a human body part on fire. And I'm going to guess that you know which premium mediocre candle I'm talking about and which body part I'm talking about. Pretty gross. Number five, premium mediocrity is any wine or special craft cocktail sold on an airplane. Because nothing says exclusivity more than a $9 cocktail served in a metal tube at 35,000 feet. If it somehow raises money for charity, that's a double dose of mediocrity in my book. Number six. Pre-mediocrity is any programming on ABC, CBS, or NBC. My apologies to friends who work in the networks. But getting a show on the networks used to be really difficult. It was a badge of honor if you were a producer in Hollywood or New York. Of course, now all it means is that you know how to create a really low-budget show, regardless of how good it is. A show that can sell ads for super expensive drugs for adults with mild to moderate atopic dermatitis, or what some people like to call itchy skin. Number seven. Premium mediocrity is any kind of a steak that comes in a fancy package and is labeled choice. In my mind, you should choose not to buy it. It's mediocre. Number eight. Premium Mediocrity is any kind of salt that doesn't come in a round blue box with a small girl holding an umbrella on the outside. That includes Premium Himalayan Pink Salt, Hawaiian Black Salt, Gray Salt, and Truffle Salt. I hate to break it to you, but it's just salt that costs 10 times more than Morton's. Number 9. Premium Mediocrity is any product that labels itself meat but didn't originate from an animal with lips and eyes. Not that I have a problem with vegetarians, I just don't want any pea protein isolate or expeller-pressed canola oil or coconut oil or any other man-made product in my burger. Seriously, I mean that stuff just can't be good for you. Number 10. Premium Mediocrity is any cabin on an airplane that charges you more for something you should have received for free. The airlines love this move. Simply moving a passenger closer to first class, not into first class, is the ultimate premium mediocrity flex. Number 11. Premium mediocrity is any restaurant buffet. Because when it comes to food, the quality is not commensurate with the volume of the food that you get. Think Golden Corral or Ryan's Buffet. And for that matter, since Vegas is the home of the food buffet, everything in Vegas is premium mediocre. Number 12. Premium mediocrity is any grocery store sushi. I don't think this one needs an explanation. It's mediocre. And lastly, Premium Mediocre is haute couture. You know, fashion shows where models are dressed in silly outfits to show the genius of the designer? Seriously, does anyone really take this stuff seriously? At least outside of New York and L.A.? I don't think so. It's mediocre. So what about you? Can you think of other things that are mediocrely premium? If so, I'd like to hear about it. You can catch me on any of the social media channels at TomGreenWithAnEWriter or back on my website at TomGreenWithAnE.com. You've been listening to Wit and Wisdom with Tom Green. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you'll come back next week. The easiest way to do that is to follow us on any of the major podcast platforms. And one more thing. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you mind sharing it with a couple folks you care about? I'm trying to spread the good word, and you can help. Until next week, thanks again for tuning in. And remember, nothing beats nice.